now at seven minutes past two o'clock and you're listening to the one two three show with me noreen Mir, this monday afternoon and i'd like to welcome back uh, on the program our next guest fitness coach nathan solier nate it's great to speak to you again how are you doing this week I am well, I'm well. How are you, Noreen? Yes, I'm very good, thank you. Uh, this week you've chosen good. a wonderful Hi, topic, uh, which is very uh, very timely and something that's, I'm sure, on people's mind, uh, and that is uh, how do you get a better night's sleep uh, to boost uh, your energy levels? Um, and it's true. Uh, you know, I think we were just talking earlier. Have you noticed uh, people don't really sleep a lot here in Hong Kong? Or, or I mean, oh, what's your this- observations? Yeah, I, I think this is probably the the biggest um, uh, the biggest pillar that many people would benefit from in Hong Kong. I find uh, many people get up late and they get up, they go to bed late, and um, uh, and you know, and I don't know if you've seen this before, but you know, you'll find that you know, if you'll find people sleeping at their desk during lunchtime because of uh, how tired they are. I know. I was like, that's a distant memory. And now I'm on air during lunchtime. So I, I, I try not to sleep <laughs> at my de- at this desk. I know. I know. Well, when, if you go silent on the other end, I'll, I'll nudge You'll you. You'll know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it is. I mean, one of the things that, that you know, the, the, the struggle with many people, and I, and I believe this is worldwide, is the, 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 the search for not only quantity of sleep, but all there's so many different little, um, you know, little ways that you can actually increase the quality of your sleep, and also, you know, and also getting quantity of the sleep if you can really time it. There's an actual way that you can actually work at how much sleep you need, because everyone is different, and you know wh- how that is, how you know how I get my clients to be able to work at how, what's the best, you know, you know how much sleep they get is either use either a weekend or a long weekend or for when they go on holidays, you know, they have a, a three or four days of not setting the alarm and going to bed at a reasonable hour and then waking up and then timing the how many hours they sleep. And then you do that over a three day, you know, over three days and then you get the average and then you round it. So there's we have a 90 minute sleep cycle. And I think I've said this before. Is is like we have these sleep wake cycles of ninety minutes. So if you're, um, you know, if you find that your sleep is, you know, for example, you need um, eight hours sleep and you wake up, you know, an average of eight hours, then you would round it up to nine. And why I say round it up to nine is just so that way you can safely, you know, you, you first of all you'll start getting more than enough sleep at the beginning of of you know, of, you know, your now new sleep pattern. And then um, you'll notice over time you may wake up earlier and earlier and earlier, and then you can readjust it. And so with a 90-minute sleep cycle, you have, um, and I'm going to walk work forward. So if you had 90 minutes, you know, um, uh, three hours, uh, four and a half hours, six hours, seven and a half, nine, ten and a half, twelve. And so if you could work how many hours that you actually need just on that base first and then uh, and then you time that watch and like I said you might find that you'll you'll get less and less and less sleep and then you can wind it back from nine to seven and a half for example but one of those things that we do struggle with is is like trying to get a seven and a half hour sleep you know some of us have you know, late night jobs or early morning jobs and they tend to stay up late watching TV or 
um, uh, or, or, or they, uh, you know, they're at work all night, you know, just trying to get a project done. But the problem with getting a lack of sleep is, is that, that it also affects your brain function. It also affects your, your, your physical moods and your, also your energy levels too. And I don't know if you've had that, you know, when you're really tired. How grumpy are you? Just a little bit. And you find yourself reaching for the snacks um, to get energy that way. So it's awful for, for, for weight loss and, um, and weight gain. I'm sure your, your clients have also reported that as well. Yeah, and that's a, another one. You know, you tend, to, you tend to go for the sweet things as opposed to just what you should be doing because you're just trying to stay awake. You know, the coffee, you know, those sweet biscuits, you know, chocolates yeah. and biscuits and stuff like that. It, it keeps us awake. And so, yeah, it ends up leading to weight gain. And, um, yeah, so, so, you know, there's, there's, a, there's a whole lot of benefits you can have. And, you know, and this is one of the things I've always told clients is if you really want weight loss is you've got to do three things. You've got to eat the right quality food. You've got to drink water and only water. And you've got to get sleep. Because we have a, you know, we have a circadian rhythm, and have you have you heard of circadian rhythm? Yes, yes. Um, okay, so yeah, yeah. So, so the whole thing with circadian rhythm, I'll just explain to everyone is is that we're all we're all based on the sun, the moon. So when the sun comes up, we're supposed to be waking up. When the sun goes down, we're supposed to be going to sleep. Now, this has been totally thrown out over the years. You know, now we tend to, you know set you know go to bed at 11 o'clock 12 o'clock at night and wake up eight o'clock in the morning but because we're dictated by the sun and the moon if the sun comes in our windows and shines on our skin and if you've ever woken up in your room where you can actually see you know your 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 bedroom then that's not dark enough it's got to be like blackout curtains to be able to get the quality of sleep that you need um, otherwise as soon as sun hits our, our skin it starts to waken us up even with those you know, those goggles, it's still not going to give you the quality of sleep that you could if you had blackout curtains. So that would be really important to be able to have. If you do go to bed late, it's having those blackout curtains. But if, if you if you can't get those blackout curtains, and I, I really believe that if you are getting to the circadian rhythm, you can get to bed like 10, 1030 at night and still get a good quality sleep. So the first four hours of first four hours of sleep is generally is um, is physiological repair on your body, and the last four hours is psychological repair. So if you are getting uh, if you are not getting enough sleep after ten ten thirty, you know you may be going to bed at twelve one o'clock. Your body cannot physiologically repair itself as well as it could because we release a big dose of human growth hormone which is a which is a um a hormone that's that's naturally released in our body based on um on the circadian rhythm and that that time of night we get our biggest dose at 11 a 11 p.m and another dose at 4 a.m so if you're getting to bed later than 11 o'clock then you're getting half the amount of um, um, physiological repair on your body. So if you've got an injury and you've been trying to shake that injury and that injury doesn't get any better, then consider getting uh, to bed getting to earlier. bed yeah. earlier. Yeah, exactly. And I'm sure you've seen clients sort of working out and probably not sleeping well enough. It will affect their performance as well. And and by what you're saying, it also affects the, the repairing of their muscles. So if they're trying to build muscles, they're actually unable to do so properly or uh, as well as they can. That's right. So you, what you end up having is, is this person who um, who really wants to get results quickly, yet is not is not is not getting that that 
um, that optimization by getting to bed early. And I've had so many times when clients are saying, oh, I want those results and I don't seem to be getting the results. And then I've just got them to go to bed earlier. Now, it does take some time to be able to build up to that. And then they start to repair their body and they start to lose weight. Absolutely, because they're not reaching for the yeah, they're, they're just sleeping better, and they're not reaching for the for, for those pick me ups, those coffees and 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 sweet stuff. Yeah, <laughs> isn't it? It's a sort of like if you do one, you don't have to worry about the other. So then the next question is, how important is it to also then stick to that routine? Because you often hear people sort of saying, mm. oh, don't worry about it. I'll catch up on the sleep over the weekend. Um, now, you've been in this fitness space for, for long enough. Do we really yeah. truly catch up on, on, on the lost nights, lost sleep? Well, you, 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 can catch, you can catch up. So, for example, you know, my, my sleep pattern is seven and a half hours sleep. I need seven and a half hours sleep tonight to, to be able to function. If I get to bed and I only have six hours the next night, then I've got to get nine hours the night after that to be Ah, able to catch up my sleep. Now, here's the thing. If you're only getting six hours of sleep and you're supposed to be having seven and a half every night and you do that for five five nights in a row, that is, what is that? That's like uh, seven and a half hours sleep extra you've got to make up on that weekend. So you could, by right, stay in bed for 12 to 14 hours and, and be able to catch up that sleep. Um, but, the, 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 but the majority of the people are so far behind on their, you know, on their sleep by Friday or Saturday. Do they really catch it up? Maybe, maybe not. But then you add in alcohol and that gives you a poor quality sleep. So, you know, if you, you know, if you are eating quality, poor quality, you know, eating alcohol, drinking alcohol, eating poor quality food or, you know, sweets and things like this, this will also play havoc with your sleep patterns and too. Exactly. And also, uh, you know, it's, it's a bit of a cycle. So if you exercise also, it'll actually help you sleep better. I mean, we, we see that with kids all the time. If you try and tire them out, if you get them to run around a lot, they sleep better. So surely that also applies to adults um, as well. Oh, absolutely. And exercise is one of those pieces that, uh, you know, people take, uh, take for granted or, or they don't think that it would actually help. But it's one of those things that, you know, if you are able to get an, uh, 45 minutes to an hour's sleep, uh, sorry, an hour's exercise a day, it would aid in your sleep dramatically. Now, here's the other thing. Now, it doesn't have to be in the morning, but exercising in the morning is has shown, especially if you're getting outside and getting vitamin D from the sun, will also be able to not only um, increase your quality of sleep, but also this your serotonin level so it actually increases your happiness as well so you know if you can get like in if you can get in the morning it's much better now if you get it at night the only issue is when you exercise in that night time it also raises your body temperature and we want to be able to keep your body temperatures to as low as you can because if you have a low body temperature then you have a better quality night's sleep exactly i think you revealed that in last week's show can you remind us again how 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 cold does your room need to be again <laughs> i think it was 16 degrees I, did you mention it's, that it's it's 16 degrees oh it's so cold and, and, and the funny thing so what they did is they did this test on a, on on a um on a, uh, a a test group and the test groups came from uh there were manic depressants they were uh sorry they were bipolar and uh, there were schizophrenics. And so what he did is, is like, you know, he, he, he got, you know, some schizophrenics, they, they were in this 
cold cap and they put the cold cap on the others didn't and they found the quality of the sleep that was that was given to the the schizophrenics that were in, were in these cold caps they had so much deeper sleep so much better quality sleep and it also improved their um oh i don't know if you say improved your schizophrenia but you know they had lesser cases of feeling um you know anxious they had less cases of feeling depressed and and, because they and, were sleeping and stressed better. out because they were getting better quality wow. sleep. So can you imagine if some people are out there going, you know, I, I suffer from schizophrenia or, or bipolar or, you know, this this you know, this poor mental mindset. If you can improve the quality sleep, you will improve that mindset. And you if you link it back again, if you did some exercise before, you know, you, you know, did exercise in your day, it will also improve your sleep, will also improve your um, also improve your, your your mindset as well. So it's really important to be able to keep the exercise in there and make sure you get your body temperature down. And one of the ways I did, and I can't remember if I said this last week, is I've been having a cold shower before going to bed. <laughs> yes, I think you did mention that. Okay, because sometimes you just don't want to be have the room freezing from the aircon, but you can also cool down your body temperature by having a, 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 That's a cold, right. cold uh, shower. What about the importance of creating that sort of bedtime routine or ritual to wind down um, as well? Because a lot of the times, you know, people are sort of working till the last moment, maybe have a quick shower and then and then just head to bed. Um, but, yeah. uh, you know, ha, what's your sort of um, take on creating the, the, the bedtime routine and winding down before bedtime? Look, I think it's really important. I don't know how many times that people have said to me, they've come, you know, like my wife has come home from work and she's going, oh, I just need to wind down and watch a little bit of TV or, or do something like this. And I think it's really important to be able to have a bedtime ritual. And I, I do you know we do that the same with the kids right you know with the kids we have their they bath, have their, their, their dinner yeah. and their bath and then their book and then they sleep and you know one of the things that we do have a lot of you know we we have exposure to is those that blue light that's in the um uh, you know it's on our phones and on that's our computers right. and and that also stimulates us the electromagnetic fields that also these these things give off also sets it off so what I would what I would recommend you do is is like even if it's as little as half an hour before going to bed, is switching off all of those sort of things, reading a book, um, dimming your lights. That's really important. Dimming your lights is important because that also cuts down the amount of light that hits your skin. We set up candles in the house um, and we create a space of calm. And if you have that calm and you have that, like as like I said, as, as little as 30 minutes before going to bed, it will allow you to get to sleep better. And one of those rituals I use at the end, and, and, and it's like a meditation, like I'll sit in bed and I'll belly breathe. You know, like we used to count sheep. Yes. Well, now I just focus on my breath. And, and when I when I think of something, I... I acknowledge it, and when I feel something, I acknowledge it, and when I when I hear something, I acknowledge it, but I just go back to my breath. And I, I don't know how long it takes me to fall asleep, but I reckon I'm asleep within five, you know, five to ten minutes most nights. Wow. Okay. So it sounds like we should all be sort of prioritizing our sleep. Uh, it's just so many people, um, they, they want to sleep, but there's just so much, uh, you know, a lot of temptation with, with Netflix or I don't know, other things. And, and sometimes, you know, people still stay at home and, and live with their parents. So sleeping late is like that. Once their parents go to sleep, sleeping late is like their only free time where they get to, I don't know, do whatever they want at home, maybe watch TV, play video games or yeah. what have you. So uh, as long 
long as it's before as long as it's before ten thirty at night. Ah, okay. Yeah. Well, the the, the idea is, is to be in bed by ten thirty and be asleep, you know, before eleven. So that way you you can optimize your you know you optimize your 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 rest in in restoration. I think um, you know you you mentioned before you know not everyone has the ideal of you know having your own place where you can you know you've got other people in the room. So like setting your room up so that way you do have blackout curtains in there so that way you can actually optimize your 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 space even having like a um like a little water fountain in your room also allows you to calm down as well you know the the running water down the you know the small fountain that also allows you to sleep better and there's you know there there's there's also even stretching before going to bed so there's a whole bunch of ways you can do this. You know, cutting coffee before midday would also be able to help you. Um, you know, eliminating alcohol. You know, before you go to bed. Now, I don't. I don't care what everyone says. Is you know, oh, I sleep so much better when I've drunk a few glasses. <laughs> it actually hinders your sleep. And generally, when you've had alcohol, this is how I test it. If you wake up in the morning feeling more tired. Then on those times where you don't have alcohol, then you may find that alcohol is not a good thing for you to be able to have, especially at night time. That's right, because it affects the quality of your sleep. It might it might make you just fall asleep because it makes you tired, but actually you wake up even more tired or worse, hungover. Yeah, and I don't know if you have those times where you've drunk too much and you've tossed and turned all night, or you've woken up early. You know, I had a client the other day that you know she she couldn't sleep throughout the whole night. Um, and she stayed away the whole night, and she had a, wow. you know, she had a, a night out that night, you know, a few nights before. So, it, it's 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 a it's a big factor. It's a really big factor. And you know, food is also one of those things that we we could also improve our sleep as well. Is is like making sure that we don't have too much sweet things in the evening, too much carbs in the evening, because that will also, you know, decrease the quality of sleep and also have us wake up tired too. That's right. And we all know that if we have a poor night's sleep or if we're not fully rested, it, it impairs so many activities. You feel groggy, you, you, you feel grumpy, and also it makes you forgetful and, and it also affects your decision making. I often think, oh, if I didn't get a good night's sleep, well, mind you, I'm kind of used to it now. Women have evolved. We don't really need that much sleep, but I'm just saying <laughs> that there have been times when you think, oh, gosh, I don't remember why I put this. And it's probably because of lack of sleep. It is. It it does affect your your um your your clarity of mind, and I think you know women 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 have this inbuilt thing, especially when they have kids, is is that they don't require that much sleep. But what I have noticed, I know it's so strange. (laughs) (laughs) I know before children, you think, how did I ever survive on that amount of sleep? And then now you think sleep is great, but, you know, it yeah. by and large, it doesn't, you know, I mean, we're lucky, it still doesn't impair us that much. But it's funny how your brain evolves. Like, but I'm, I'm, only for these few years, I'm sure I need to catch up on it sooner or later. Yeah. And, and, I, and I find, you know, now I've, known, now I've been working with many, many, many clients at different age groups. I find that, you know, during children, they don't get much sleep and they seem to be able to handle it. Yet once the kids start getting older, they all of a sudden start getting more sleep. So the body has this way of adapting. That's right. Wow. So, so yeah. So just uh, I, I don't know how you're going to get through it right now. I mean, that, that's the biggest thing with, you know, when, when you've got kids, how do you get, how do you get a better quality sleep with kids? 
And one of the things that we've set up, like with our daughter, she's beside our bed now. And so she'll come in and she'll just lie down on that bed because she just wants to be close to us, but she doesn't disturb us. Yeah, and okay. that has been gold. Yeah, that's really good. I, I'm at this phase where my three-year-old is, you know, always these excuses coming out of her room saying, I need the toilet or um, will you play with me or just, you know, really imaginative. I'm like, no, it's, it's three in the morning. Go to sleep. I don't want to read your book now. I know, I know. And, you know, that's that's the that's the hard thing I have to say. But, like, the, the body is very, very resilient. But I, I do think that, you know, it can only happen for such a period of time and then you really need to get back to getting back into the routine of, of getting that quantity and quality. Yeah, that's right. Right, so the takeaway from this is really prioritizing our sleep um, and also, uh, you know, cooling down our bodies and make sure the temperature is nice and cold and have blackout curtains and really, really um, have a dark room and uh, figure out how much time you really need to sleep because for some people it's eight hours, for some it may be nine or for some it may be just mm. seven and a half. It really varies uh, from person Absolutely. to person. And I would add in their exercise. Yes, that's right. Because if we're tired, it will actually make us sleep better, but not right before bed, which I see a lot of people running before bedtime. But I suppose everybody's schedule uh, is mm. different. Um, yeah. Nate, it's always great to speak to you. Remind our listeners once again how we can find out more about you and your work. Are you on social media? Oh, absolutely. So you can also get me on LinkedIn and Nathan Solia, and as well as Facebook, which is Elite Personal studio sorry i missed the the the, the, the connection um <laughs> i wasn't trying, right. wasn't trying so to you censor can, you so you can sorry. get me on yeah so i'll say that again so you can also get me on linkedin under nathan solia or you can get me on facebook under elite pt studio excellent well nate it's always great to speak to you uh, until next week thank you very much indeed for your time today and we've been speaking to nathan solia from elite personal training and a quick thanks sorry thank you